Hi, everybody. This is Melissa. This is Jill. And this is Mel and Jill Geek Out. Tonight's episode was a lot, so we're going to do a little sidestep, and I am going to ask the very important question based off last episode. How did your sneaky little plan for Max Verstappen go for, you know, you using your fantasy league cursing to potentially tank him? I officially have powers. I <laughs> It worked. <laughs> joking. <laughs> okay, it kind of worked. It kind of worked. Guys, also, while she said that, she had, like, the hood of her hoodie up, so she definitely was trying to channel full-on <laughs> witch vibe. She's like, I have powers. <laughs> Admit me to Hogwarts. Where's my acceptance letter? Oh, God, it was fun. It was, it was a... I knew it was going to be a good weekend because qualifying was bananas. Absolutely bananas. And I think I even texted you that exact phrase. It was it was it was amazing to see Max not at the front of the grid. I say this as a Max fan. Like I enjoy Max Verstappen. I like him a lot. He was my first favorite driver, but it's really not fun to see somebody win every race. By 30 seconds. It's not always by 30 seconds, and he hasn't technically won every race this season, but it, it was a lot. But you cursed him successfully. I cursed him, so it worked. I, I like I said <laughs> it jokingly, honestly. I wasn't, I didn't think it was gonna work, and then holy shit, it did. So what's your next plan for no, the next race? I said it before, but I'm genuinely just kind of embracing the chaos and just whatever. Go I have for it. there are no rules anymore. Like if I've got money, I'll by the player I can. I did offer to, I did offer my like witchly services to the rest of the fantasy league. But if they wanted me to tank somebody, they could pay me a hundred dollars. And if they didn't want me to tank somebody, they could pay me $300. (laughs) They all thought it was a little extortion, huh? Just a smidge. Like, yeah, it's, it's, I'm, I'm not that powerful. I'm joking. So, I wouldn't undersell yourself. I wish. I wish. It was the pun. Charge what you're worth. Charge what you're worth. Okay. <laughs> we want to just dive right into this episode of Sister Wives I because guess so. I have a lot of things to say. A lot of things we've already said, but we're going to say them again. So we open this episode in Salt Lake City with Christine, and she's hosting some of her kiddos for like a wine and paint night at her house for Valentine's Day. Doesn't sound like it's on actual Valentine's Day, but like maybe they're in like February. I think this is mostly given to us as a timeline marker to tell us where we are. I agree. And so we get, you know, a little bit of, of her just like kind of going through like McKelty and Tony's relationship, Aspen and Mitch, and being really excited and happy that her kids are happy, which is nice. Yes. And then we get like this talk about Valentine's Day and it not being exactly a polygamist friendly holiday, which P.S. I don't like Valentine's Day personally. My husband and I don't celebrate it. Like we do like a card max. We really don't do anything. You know, they kind of show a clip of like Cody in the past, like getting all of the wives... The same bouquet of flowers kind of thing. And it just doesn't really mesh well with their culture, which is fine. I don't, I mean, I don't see why it 
would though like it's not a very it's like a it doesn't work for five people in the same relationship no uh so then christine confirms at this point that she is open to marriage like she is open to getting remarried someday and that she's actually been talking to a professional matchmaker and she's a little bit nervous about dating because like let's be honest her relationship history is complicated well i mean not only that but like it's just cody and it's only been cody for a very long time 25 ish years anyway uh she does say that she didn't have a great intimate remarriage do you think that this means that cody like was bad in bed on top of also being a douchebag like could he not find the clit without a roadmap like no i don't i don't think that that's what she meant i mean i'm sure you could definitely take it that way and maybe that was the case but i don't think that's what she meant when she said that well then she goes into talking about how she's not sure she would be a good kisser and what if she's just bad at everything so my thinking is she later in this conversation when she's talking to McKelty and Aspen talks about how Cody on multiple occasions said that he wasn't attracted to her what if this is just the narrative she's had to exist with like oh our sex life is bad because I'm not attracted to you you're not good at any of these things this is why I'm not attracted to you this is why our sex life isn't better that is kind of what I may be reading too much into but that's kind of where my brain went no I I mean I I see where you're coming from I just don't agree I think that he she's insecure he said a really awful thing to her and also said it on national television and in a book and I'd be mortified if I was her and honestly I I just think that she's self-conscious about her lack of experience because she's only been with one person so she doesn't really know anything and she and she knows that she doesn't really know anything because because let's be honest because she wouldn't even know if Cody was bad at sex because she has nothing else to reference it to I mean, if she's not reaching the finish line, that's a pretty good indicator of him, her, him not being good. Okay, but that's the thing. You don't, she didn't say that. She didn't imply that. You're making a big leap there. I think when she said that there was a lack of intimacy, <laughs> it is a, it's more of a comment on it didn't happen all that often. I think, like, you just don't like Cody, and in this moment, you just really want him to be shit at sex. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Especially with some other statements he makes later in this episode. You know? So, Christine talks about, like, what she's looking for in a man, and she says, bald, tattooed, motorcycle rider. Opposite of Cody, but, you know, she kind of, like, stops joking and says, like, a good communicator with a good sense of humor. Yeah. Which, fair. Fair, fair, fair. Uh, And then she's gonna, she's not pursuing polygamy. She's going to be a monogamist, Mm -hmm. which I don't think is a surprise to anyone. And she does, you know, kind of tying back into what I was chatting about earlier, Christine says that Cody told her on multiple occasions that he wasn't physically attracted to her. And it's one of the main reasons why she left. And I think she still has some emotional scars from it. She definitely still has that insecurity from that for sure. And then we kind of cap off our little scene with Christine because she pops in throughout the rest of the episode and like interview, but we don't really see her again. That she just really likes her children. Like she likes her kids and you can tell that she just just genuinely enjoys them. Mm-hmm. And I love that. I, I I love that she can have such joy with her children. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice to see. Yes. So then we jump to Mary and her friend Jen, and she's 
they're there at the B&B and Mary, you know, Mary shows Jen that one of the guests left this pillow that had a picture of her with her mom on it, which is kind of sweet. Mary and Jen are talking and Mary's definitely anticipating Robin having some issues with her plan to move her MLM to the B&B. And then we get this story from Jen about how the two of them met. And I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> she said it was such She's a like, I was murdered for hire. too. I know. She ran a pest control company, but she, she told the story as if she was a hitman. Yeah, that like, was... Murder for hire. That was funny. So I can see why Mary would want to be friends with Jen, because Jen seems like a good time. Yeah. Mary, again, is reiterating that she doesn't want anyone to take her moving her clothing business to Utah as her leaving. And like, she doesn't want anybody to take it that way. She keeps saying it. Mm -hmm. But like Jen on the flip side is excited to get to spend more time with Mary. And I think honestly, there's more value in that friendship. Yeah. Than there is in anything she has going on with Cody and Robin. Absolutely. And they've been through a lot together because they met way back in Vegas. So she was there when Mary legally divorced Cody, when she was struggling with all of that stuff, when she had the catfishing situation. They've been together. They've been friends through a lot of stuff. Then we flip to Janelle. And I kind of cut this because like we get two seconds of Janelle technically before you jump into Mary and Jen. It was literally like a sentence and then you left. So I move things around. So we get this thing where Janelle's like, I've made an appointment to talk to Cody. And I hate that phrasing. You should not have to make an appointment to meet with a family member. I don't think she meant it that way. I don't think she meant like, oh, I had to. Oh, I think that was because we learned he they have not fucking talked in six weeks. And it's probably the only way to get him to fucking come talk to her is like, I need you to put this on your fucking calendar, dude. I don't agree. <laughs> like, yes, put it on your fucking calendar. But it's like, to me, it's more of a like, I don't want to have this conversation with you. But if I don't put it or if we don't do this, it's not going to happen. So we need to have this conversation. I I don't I don't like this situation. I don't no, either. I don't but... like it regardless. It doesn't matter. It's gross. Janelle, very specifically, like in her one on one interview is saying that she does not want to gloss over this fight mm-hmm. that they had and she wants things to change. She has new desires and new expectations of her relationship with Cody. And from what we learned during this conversation, they seem pretty fucking reasonable. And she says that like, she hasn't like, she's kind of missed Cody, but also not really. And I frankly wouldn't miss his stupid ass either. (laughs) So Janelle gets there first. The waiter does what all waiters do at American restaurants and drops water on the table. Like normal water with ice in it. Okay. Then Cody comes in and he's like, oh, are you going to hug me? This is the most awkward exchange. Like he came back. Like, Okay. I was very much expecting the same kind of Cody that we saw with Christine. Kind of pissed off. Kind of angry. Because that's the last version of Cody that we saw with Janelle. So did I expect him to be coming in like super hot? No. But I didn't expect him to come in bouncing and smiling and like and giggling and joking, ha- asking her for a hug. Like, I'm sorry, you're gonna hug me? What did we have the same conversation that I thought we did six weeks ago? I think he's used to Janelle being willing to kind of just let shit go, and he thought, okay, this one took a little while, but she's finally willing to let the shit go. 
and everything's just, we're going to just roll back to what it was. So he's all laughy, jokey, stupid shit. And Janelle is a hundred percent serious. I think I wanted to punch Cody 1700 times during this conversation. I, okay. He just basically repeats himself and it's very fucking annoying and it's all annoying, but he did get to a certain point where instead of annoyed, I got angry. Yeah. So Cody kind of opens up saying he was embarrassed by his behavior during his fight with her. And he should be. He should be. Good. That is the correct emotion to be having based on what you fucking did. You should be embarrassed because you acted like an idiot. He just continues to blame everything on his divorce and openly admits to not being a safe place for Janelle. I am so sick of him using therapy language though incorrectly it's like he read one internet article about words used in therapy and now he's trying to apply it to life and i hate it i hate it so much yeah read another book janelle is not she is really really trying to keep this to which she needs this conversation to be which is he needs to separate his relationships out of his divorce with Christine because they are not part of that relationship that Mm -hmm. they had nothing to do with that. And he's incapable of doing that. And he needs to focus in on her, his relationship with her. This whole lunch is super fucking awkward. Yeah, it was awkward. So Janelle's opening move, if we were going to equate this conversation to a chess piece, like chess game is she wants to stay separated and she wants to see a counselor. Cody takes this to her not wanting to reconcile at all and being surprised because that is the only emotion and only reaction Cody has anytime anyone has any ability to articulate what they fucking need from him. It's just so... It's Christine all over again. Yeah. It's just a different fucking deal breaker. No, but that's the thing. It's actually, it's it's Mary all over again. This is, we're seeing Mary 3.0 right now. And again, I know Mary did some shit. That's not the point here. Like it, he's, he, it's a repeated pattern with him. Honestly, it's not just him though, because like I see a lot and you'll, we follow the same like psychologist on TikTok. Mm-hmm. You see a lot of this, a lot of women who are just like, you know what? I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. And then their significant others are dumbfounded, like shocked. That they've left. And they're like, I don't, I didn't see it coming. And it's like, how, 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 because everybody around you did your therapist probably did the fact that Cody didn't. And and Cody says it later at some point, he's like, I don't, do I not bring value or something like that? It's like, no, actually. Oh, we're going to talk about his value conversation when we get there. But I have, mm, it's so mm. like, but, but really let's think about this. At what point, like, Janelle values from Cody his ability to be a good father and his companionship Mm -hmm. because for God knows why Janelle thinks that she has a good friendship with Cody and she enjoys speaking with him. She likes talking with him. She has said that she enjoys those things up to this point, right? And still does say those things at this point. Yes. We don't know what those conversations are. Exactly. We are not with them 24-7. Maybe they do have really great conversations with each other. Right. Maybe they do. But it's like those are her big things. And and Cody has not been nurturing any of that. And and just like he hasn't been with any of the other wives. So I just – 
after now this has happened twice in a row, and especially this is not that long after Christine left. You should have been hyper aware of what was going on, and you should have seen this coming. No, instead he just turned into a giant rage monster. Mm-hmm. Cody's an idiot. So we learned that they've actually separated a couple of times in the past. Mm-hmm. And Cody attributes this to Janelle just not being able to manage her relationships with her sister wives. And it had nothing to do with him. And I seriously wrote in my notes, parentheses, I think she got annoyed with his stupid ass. I don't know how she couldn't. It, it just, uh, but it, it just highlights his absolutely zero self-awareness. He just doesn't get it. And at this point, I'm not sure he ever will. You know, Janelle brings up that she's open to counseling. I think that that is a fair next step. Counseling can make sense for a lot of couples. Cody just keeps bringing up Christine and how she, quote, dropped everything on him. And I'm just going to say this. I don't think I'm the first person to say he needs to just stop. (laughs) He needs to stop bringing Christine up in all of his other relationships because that was an independent relationship, whether it was one big family or not. She's also gone. This is not about Christine, and it's not even about his reaction to what happened with him and Christine. He needs to seek help with those feelings independently Mm -hmm. because it is negatively affecting everything else in his life. It just pisses me off that he can't even focus on the here and now with this wife, with Janelle, because this relationship is different. And so Janelle just keeps reiterating that she needs this space and does say, like, I still have affection for you, but I need this. This is what I need right now. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't fucking listen. He says that her and her kids doing Christmas separately, he viewed that as a rejection And I just, so many eye roll emojis on that. Like, no, no, it's not you rejected them. It is the exact opposite of what you're trying to say. It's the exact opposite because he later goes on to say he just needed to have a conversation with the boys and he fucking hasn't done it. If you wanted your family together for Christmas, have that fucking conversation before Christmas so everybody can get together. Oh, wait, you didn't actually fucking want that. You just wanted to bitch about it. So you didn't have the fucking conversation so that your family couldn't be the fuck together. Mm -hmm. Janelle keeps... Going back to Christine and I did not celebrate Christmas together. She came after Christmas and it's not like she brought all of her children. She brought truly her minor child Mm -hmm. and Isabel, who is like maybe also still living at home, but or and then McKelty also came. But McKelty and Robin get like our our friends. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I think she was there as like a a way to help truly feel more comfortable because I'm not entirely sure that she would have been. Correct. So Cody just is like, well, it was still a Christmas celebration. And I'm like, we saw it on Mm -hmm. the same on the show. It wasn't. It really wasn't. If we're talking in the like traditional sense of the word, no, but like, I don't think that that makes it any less different. Like, was it a, this is going to sound really stupid. I, in this description, I kind of fall on Cody's side. Like it is a Christmas celebration of some description. It's not what you would call one in a traditional sense, but it's not what Cody is envisioning at all. Like Cody is picturing what he had at his house Mm -hmm. and that's what he thinks. Without him. Yeah. Which, P.S., he was invited 
to the rental, mm-hmm. to the vacation rental. He just chose not to go. But also, did they not leave Mary out of the Christmas celebration that they had with Christine's kids? Yeah, Christmas to part two. Yeah. Yep. They sure did. Okay, so if you're so focused on keeping this family together, why didn't you invite Mary then? Because it's Mm. not about Mm. that. It's Mm. not about Mm. that. That's why. Mm. Yeah, it's not actually about that. So Cody then, you know, because, you know, if the story of his marriage with Christine was a dead horse, he would beat it until it didn't exist anymore. I'm so tired of hearing it. Uh, he says that Christine told everyone but him that she was leaving. Even when she left, she hadn't told him, even though we have it on television, on tape of her being like, I'm leaving. Okay, thanks. Bye. Uh, and Janelle says that he had told her mm-hmm. for years that he wasn't attracted to Christine and admits that if he had said those things about her, she would have left. Yeah, I don't blame her. I don't blame her. I don't blame but her either. Also, is this not the same fucking tune he was whistling when Mary and him were going through this shit? It's the exact same. I, I distinctly remember him she saying- She was going to leave, leave my ass. Yeah, she was leaving my ass. It's like, okay, well, gee, I wonder why. You've now had three wives leave you, sir. Do you want to figure out what the common denominator is? Uh, he says he's also going to just not be angry anymore. Mm, sure. We'll see how that And if he gets angry, he's just going to leave because that is the healthy coping mechanism for anger. It's not getting to the root of the anger and figuring out why you're angry. It's just to leave. Okay. Yes, but in a moment where you are acting the way that Cody was acting, it is absolutely 100%. the better choice for him to leave. Correct. I'm not saying that it's a bad choice for him to do. I'm saying that in the six weeks, he has done literally nothing oh, yeah. to try to figure out why he gets so fucking angry. No. Yeah. So Janelle also admits to having having been pretty angry, which yeah, fair. fair. And she's debated whether she wanted to reconcile with him at all, which fair. And her What are her big stipulations other than needing space right now and wanting to meet with a counselor is that he needs to mend things with their children Mm -hmm. and calls him out on not talking to Savannah for six weeks. And this man tries to get out of it so hard. And I am. mm, mm. So he's like, they kicked me out of my houses. So I'm just not there. And I'm like, because a phone only works if you physically step inside the house that that person lives in. Oh, wait, that's not how this works. This is not 2001. You do not have to wait for your free minutes on the nights and weekends to fucking talk to somebody. Like, what the fuck, my dude? She is still your child. She is still your child. And we're going to get into more shit that he says about his children here in a second, but we need to take a sidestep to the other unhinged thing he said. He goes on this whole tirade that Janelle only wants to be with him because he has <laughs> nice pecs and a six pack. And I'm like, dude, my, I'm going to read you exactly what I wrote. I was like, my dude, no. He is really out here thinking Janelle, the one the show has cast as the quote intellectual one, is only here for your body. I'm going to tell you right now, no one, and I mean no one, is here for your body, Cody. Didn't you say you had a sweet six-pack or something like that? Yes. Okay, I don't know where that came from. I really don't. Like, it's it came out of his mouth, and I was like, what? It was just very confusing. I, I This has never been 
brought up before, unless I just didn't see it. Now, to be fair, I definitely dropped off watching the show over the years. Like I would see clips and stuff, but I don't remember this ever coming up. It very much seems like a- Because it hasn't. Right. But like, why is he saying it now? That's the part that's confusing. It's like, this isn't, this doesn't flow. Now, had he said that about Christine? I would have probably bought that only because not about Janelle. Not though. about Janelle. It doesn't make it doesn't make sense. Also, hot take: Man does not have six pack abs. You know how I can tell by the way his shirts fit him. So he either has zero ability to buy a shirt that actually fits his body. If you really have a six pack abs like that, my dude, you need to be buying those slim fit shirts. Okay, we you need to have that shit because dude has got. A dad bod. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's absolutely nothing wrong with not having a washboard stomach, blah, blah, blah. You are a 50-some-on-year-old man. It is totally fucking fine. Yeah. You don't have a six-pack. And if you do, no one wants to see it. I'm going to put that out there. Please don't try to post a thirst trap. No one wants to see it. But you can tell by the way his clothing fits him that this is just simply not fucking true. Yeah. Maybe Robin does, like, contour abs on him to make him feel better. I don't know. It was just a weird... Just wasn't expecting that to come out of his I'm sorry. I'm a... Mm, I'm spicy. I'm spicy today. So then we get, you know, after his little fucking tirade, Janelle gets to come on in her one-on-one and is like, yeah, there's way more to marriage than physical attraction. Cause there is. Yep. Dude. I, Dude. So Cody's explanation for not seeing Savannah is that he has business and a lot of the times it's in the afternoon and evening. So he can't hang out with her after school. And then it, shuffles into the whole Saren, Saul and Ariella shit as well. Oh. Oh, yeah, I know. Mm. But I'm sorry. But, dude, phones still work. Phones yep. still work. Telephones still work. And he's just clearly lays it out that he is not interested in putting any effort into his relationships with his children no. if his Wife is not welcoming in him in with open arms into her home. And it's frankly total fucking bullshit because you cannot tell me that there are not families that it's not easy and that both pre- parents are not present. I don't know. 75% of divorced parents are able to achieve this with work. Yes, but are able to do it. This was the part that I got angry because I could not. Well, first of all, when she initially confronted him about it, he like stuttered. He didn't have an mm-hmm. answer, and he well, because he was gonna, he was gonna say the phones work both ways, shit, and he knew that that wasn't gonna fly because it, it it doesn't. It really doesn't. That is so inappropriate of an adult to say that about his minor child. I have a problem. Like, do the phones go both ways when the kids are adults? Yes, but not the way that Cody's behaving that it's not the kid's fault here. It's, it's Cody's responsibility to pick up the fucking phone and he better hope that his adult's kid picks up when he does call. Because if I was, Mm -hmm. if I was his adult child, I wouldn't, I'd let that shit roll to voicemail every fucking time, especially Mm -hmm. the way that he would be. If I was his adult child right now watching what we just watched, I, I don't even know if I would give a warning shot. I would just cut him out. I'm like, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. That is just unbelievably inappropriate and embarrassing for someone who supposedly like has this great respect for marriage. And it was so gross, but just, 
absolutely no accountability and putting all of the ownership on his wives. Fuck off. You know what? I gave some like leeway previously because it is a different culture. Is it a, it is a different lifestyle. It is not something that you and I can fully understand because we didn't grow up in it. We didn't live there. Here's where that grace ends because I'm so sorry. You do not just exit out. You just don't. You don't just get to say, sorry, that's not my problem. Like there are so many fucking families who are divorced and I don't care if it's not part of your culture currently. Figure it the fuck out. You are getting a divorce. Grow the fuck up and pick up the goddamn phone. And you should be mortified. Like I I hope Cody sees this episode and I don't, I don't know. I don't know because I can't even articulate how upset that made me as a mom of kids who are in a custody situation. Like when you're, you're sharing custody of kids and it's not always easy. It's contentious sometimes. I just couldn't imagine. Couldn't imagine that. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I would do. I'm so, like, I'm, I'm upset right now and I'm not even involved in this relationship. Yeah. So Janelle has this great line where she says, a father to all and a husband to all. And that is sort of what her expectation is. And Cody's response is, I'm not respected by all. And I literally just want to vomit. Yeah. That respect is earned. And what have you done to fucking earn anyone's fucking respect? But that's oh, just, wait, but nothing. But to him, it isn't an earned thing. It's an owed thing. Because yeah, he, but that's not how respect functions. But in their in society, in society, yes. But in their religion, that's exactly how it functions. Marriage, it, like the man is the head of the household. The merit, like he is the ultimate end authority on how this shit works. He yeah. thinks that everyone just owes it to him. No, no. Uh, Janelle is doing her damnedest to keep them out of the weeds of these specific issues because she really wants it to be about laying out what her expectations are and building a path for them to move forward, whether that is through going to counseling and potentially reconciling or not being together anymore. So we get, I called it a jump scare. It's not really appropriate, but we have to step away for two seconds to hang out with Mary and Jen again while they clean out the carriage house, which is like so an dumb. outbuilding and for the B&B. For her. That's where she wants to put her clothing business. She's like, it's going to be so overwhelming. And they open it up. And Jen's just like, why don't we just get a, a storage unit for all of this? And it's like, yeah. Yeah, that is the correct solution to this problem. But it does seem to me that Mary has some pretty big plans for her B&B that she wants to try to execute on. And then they talk about how a lot of their other businesses have failed in the past because no one's been in charge. And it's difficult to be successful in business when everything has to be decided by committee. I think it can be done. I don't think that... Not by these five. No, clearly not by these five. Absolutely not. No. It can be done, but they can't. But that's just it, plain and simple. They just can't. I'm also going to say some of them are not very good business people in general, baseline. Um, (laughs) And the ideas they had for businesses were bad. Well, I'm only aware of Sister Wives Closet, which I did think was a bad idea. Like, I get where Robin was coming from and the sentiment was nice, but honestly, like, it was ugly... It was really ugly. The jewelry was terrible. So I don't know why they ever thought that that was going to go off. 
the ground. And it didn't. Uh, so then we go back to Janelle and Cody, which P.S. I wish this had just been this conversation this entire episode. Yeah. But what do I know? So we left off before we had the little moment with Mary and Jen of Janelle point blank asking him, do you still want plural marriage and plural family? And he doesn't fucking answer it. I was going to say, never He goes the question. off on this, this, yep. d- he, he's, tr- he's trying to find something he thinks she will accept. And when someone's giving you multiple answers, they think you don't want to hear the real one. So he's like talking about him carrying the burden and that, He's worked really hard for plural marriage. And I'm like, no. It's not, but that's not the, it doesn't matter. Like those, all those things can be true to you, Cody. You still didn't answer the question. You're just, at this point, like, no, you're just giving excuses now. Like if you're, if you're sorry about something, like it's one thing to give someone an explanation, at least in my opinion. I think if you've done something wrong and you've hurt somebody and you're giving an explanation as to how they got there and then you, move forward trying to do better that's one thing but if you give those reasons without an apology or without any change in a different direction it's just lip service it's not real and his whole thing lands on well what what has janelle done to live plural marriage and i'm like take ownership take responsibility of anything anything at this point and you will probably hear people no he's not going to but like Oh, and he is the one on camera, straight up gaslighting her. Mm-hmm. He's a narcissist. Like, I'm not a psychologist. I think he's a narcissist. It's so possible. Uh, I, I don't know either. I just know that he's an incredibly selfish man who just does not see what's going on in front of him. Yeah, it's just so rude that he literally doesn't even let her talk. And you can see how defeated she is by all of it. He kept talking over her. He would ask her a question, and then as soon as she would start to answer, he would jump in. I hate that shit. I'm I'm terrible about it because I I do accidentally talk over people all the time. I don't intend to, but when I notice that, I try to stop or like apologize. But I don't think he was doing that. It very much felt like he didn't like what she was going to say, so he was just going to jump in and talk over mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. And tell her how she he thinks she should feel. Yeah. Janelle comes in and she does the thing that I did not expect anybody to do, but I'm really fucking glad she did. And she calls Cody out for honestly and truly only caring about the little kids. Mm-hmm. And Mary in her like sidebar interview corroborates that story. And Cody tries to make this statement. And it pissed me the fuck off mm-hmm. that the rest of the family doesn't, quote, value Saul and Ari the way that he thinks that they should. And it pisses me off because I've just been rewatching some clips of this show and I watched some of the shit that happened in Vegas with Truly. And you cannot tell me he valued Truly's life no. the way that he values Saul and Ari's life. No. And Janelle is correct when she tells him that this is the shit that they need to talk about when they have a neutral third party therapist in there because he's making gigantic assumptions about the rest of the family. Yeah, absolutely. And he straight up is like, I favored my younger children. I've always favored all of my young children. And that he 
openly admits to not feeling the same obligation to his older children as he does for his younger children. And I'm just like, dude, it doesn't matter if they're five or 50, they're still your child. What they need from you will change. What that relationship looks like does and needs to change over the years but you are still their fucking parent until the day that you die. Yeah. The fact that he said that really blew me away because I agree with you. Like that is so not true. And I'm so glad that Janelle like was like, hold up right there. Like nobody Mm -hmm. said that because it's, because it's not true. Nobody, no one is upset with Saul and Ari, no one, no one brings up Robin's kids except for Robin and Cody. That's it. Like the gift exchange thing was unfortunate. Are there things happening behind the scenes that the cameras aren't catching? Of course. But like, has anyone said anything about those children or not giving no. a shit? No. No. And he also called them babies. They're not babies. They are school-age children. They are not babies. Grow up. It's just so horrible. Like, if I was his adult child, I would feel so hurt Mm -hmm. that he literally doesn't give a shit about me. Because I'm... that, That would be my interpretation of this, is that I am no longer a young child and frankly it gives me creepy vibes i don't i don't get the creepy vibes thing i just it's i would be hurt absolutely i just don't understand why there is this phenomenon of adults who do not realize or adult parents who do not realize that you need to continue to nurture your relationship with your children as they become adults the expectation should not be that they behave as your children the rest of their lives because, or the rest of your life, really, because they're not, they're not going to do that. They're adults. They have their own opinions. They have their own families. They have their own shit. And you get to be part of that. If you nurture the fucking relationship and Cody, this is the way to do it. This is a great way to get yourself kicked out of everybody's life, except for Robin and her kids. Cause that's where this is going. You are speeding down this fucking hill, sir. Yeah, it's really, really sad. It's really sad that this is how he's acting. Cody says Janelle is trying to manipulate the situation. I think it's him. And they are not either of them in a place to be able to have a conversation like this in a constructive manner. And Cody is heavily, heavily, heavily projecting his own perceptions into what he's thinking and saying Janelle is doing. And Janelle asks him again, do you want a plural family? And he still doesn't answer her. I don't think Cody can bring himself to say that he doesn't want to. I think we've talked about this before. I don't remember if it was on the podcast or not, but like he just, the idea that he's going to be the the bad guy who like leaves these women out to to dry. dry. Even though they're not really in relationships, like I get it, it's part of their culture. Culture, but it's I'm sorry. I feel like I'm a broken record. I'm sure you all feel like we're 
like a broken record. Like it's just that if I'm being really honest, I watched this episode. I'm like, good. So, it's the same shit, different day. Yes, it's the same thing. And I like it was such a filler episode, and all it did was just throw more pieces of Cody saying awful shit out there. That's it. That's all to me. That's all it was. I was like, we could have skipped this. This could have been one of the 10 minute segments. It didn't need to be an entire episode. It's very clear to me that Cody not willing to, to, you know, adapt and continue to have good relationships with his other children is a huge deal breaker for Janelle. And then we have this moment where he brings up plural monogamy, which PS isn't a fucking thing. It's fucking stupid. It's like the secret loneliness bullshit. It's not necessary. Like, okay, so what he was describing, I would not. I would not describe it as plural monogamy. I would describe that as polyamory, like a version yeah. of polyamory. Like, because you can have a relationship with one couple, and then you, like, as a couple, and then one of those people turns around and has a whole ass other relationship with another person. Now there are some forms where there's like a they're a throuple or whatever. There's a million different ways to do it. You're not unique, Cody. Like this isn't really plural monogamy because it's just not. <laughs> it's, yeah. I have no argument left in me. I'm just so annoyed with him. No. So the conversation like starts its conclusion with Janelle being like, yeah, when you when we had this fight, I sat there and I thought about how I don't have an estate. I don't have any assets. Da, 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 da. And he just takes it as, oh, she only saw me as a as money, as a resource. And I'm like, that's not what she's saying. Yes, I agree. She's definitely not saying that, although I'm 1000% not shocked by his reaction. No, it's not surprising to me because a lot of men would hear that and think the exact same thing because, oh, she's only after the money or she only, that's not it. Like they do not under, men do not understand. It's not the same situation when you, when a woman leaves versus when a man leaves, there's like a whole thousand other factors that go into it. And it's a bazillion times better than it was years ago. Like when our mothers were younger and stuff like that, but it doesn't make it Mm -hmm. any easier. It's just not. And especially Janelle isn't, I don't think she maybe should have shared it to Cody. He maybe wasn't the right person to share that with only because that would have definitely been his reaction. She was just being like, that's a scary thought. She, Mm -hmm. she's like, fuck what? Like we talked about it. What have I gotten myself into? That is what she said. And it was very much a like, what do I do now? Not a, because she thought that she was going to be with him her entire life. And now she's not. It's like, well, I can't take those things. They're not mine. So now what? Yeah. That's it. And Cody just takes it such the wrong way. And I think a lot of men take it the wrong way. Like that isn't it. It is very much like, fuck, how do I, how do I care for myself and my children? Yeah. And let's be honest. It's not like Janelle has just been this leech on the family. She's always worked. She's always been somebody who contributes heavily to the family resources. So for him to interpret that conversation that way is really just devaluing and demeaning to who Janelle has always been for this family. I agree. And the the fact that he implied that she was not contributing to the family, the the word dependa comes to mind, even though it's not Mm -hmm. like a military situation, but like Mm -hmm. implying that that is what she is was just, it's like the whole, like it's false PR in my opinion, mm-hmm. it's like you 
you're trying to spin the story or Cody is trying to spin the story a certain way. So he looks less bad. It's like the Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner shit, right? He's like, Oh, she's uh, like, she's been filming and not she's partying too much. Fuck off. There's a thousand interviews of her saying that she's the homebody and Joe's the one who won't stay home. Okay. So Mm -hmm. here we are again. Oh, Janelle's like implying that Janelle hasn't contributed and isn't helping the family. You know, who's the only person who hasn't contributed to this family? Robin, because when she entered the family, she had $30,000 in credit card debt and the family paid it off. And now she lives in her McMansion in Flagstaff that the family bought for her and the property and this and that and her $25,000 worth of artwork in a single corner and her several hundred dollar... Christmas Dickens house situation, all of the other fucking shit going on. Yeah. Uh, I I just want to say like a quick shout out like to Janelle, if she should ever hear this podcast, which I, I don't don't think she will, but it's fine. I'm really proud of her for how well she was trying to articulate what her needs were in that situation. I'm really, really sad for her that Cody's interpretation of her needing space is a some kind of punishment for himself, that she's punishing him, which is not what it is at all. She needs that space. I agree. She does. And I, and I 100% agree with your interpretation of the way Cody took it. And if you want to take it that way, sure. Like you're just making the situation worse, but okay. He's just villainizing her because it's the only way he knows how to function at this point. Mm-hmm. And... My last statement is I agree with Janelle that they are wildly disconnected. Oh, and God, it is yeah. insane. I don't know how they're in the same room together. I, I don't know that either. I also thought it was a little funny that they went to the same restaurant that he went to with Christine. They were just sitting in a different part of the room. I'm going to caveat that with like a production thing. They probably have a relationship with that restaurant. Yeah. And so anytime they have to have like a lunch scene, they go to that restaurant because they have a working relationship with them. I figured or they just like they had done it once and gotten the okay. And then they came back and were like, Hey, can we use the room again? But yeah. Yeah. Cause it's good for the show or yeah. it's good for the restaurant. Probably they probably do get people who go in because it's been featured on the show. Yeah. As somebody who works in marketing, who's worked at places that were very public, it is absolutely a part of the marketing strategy is oh, to yeah. have a commercial filming program. I don't know. This I said it earlier. I, I hated this episode. I just or maybe I didn't phrase it that way. I don't I don't enjoy seeing the exact same. I feel like we didn't get anywhere, really. It's like we're just going to it felt like two solid episodes of them just saying the same things over and over again to each other. Nothing progressed. I don't love it. I think that we did get some important pieces out of this conversation with Janelle and Cody, but the rest of it, like I kind of almost wish that they had, instead of trying to use that scene with Mary and Jen had moved the section with Christine into that slot to break up the argument or just not broken up the argument at all. Mm -hmm. I agree. Because frankly, we didn't need any of the stuff with Mary. Sorry, Mary. I'm not trying to be mean, but that was a completely useless 10 minutes of my life. I mean, you kind of have to include her. You have to. Because she's also in the, like, we, I mean, we very briefly saw in the preview, Robin's flipping out, flipping out. 
It's exhausting. Watching the show right now is a little bit exhausting. Yes. Because nothing, there isn't a fun storyline. There isn't a lot of opportunity except with really Christine and moments with her where you get to have anything that isn't heavy or frustrating or annoying or just outright absurd. Ooh, I got a hot take for you. Hmm. Okay. So we're on episode, this was what, six that just aired? Correct. Okay. Mm-hmm. For every episode, with so far the exception of today, Christine has made some pretty funny Instagram posts to accompany the episode. Yes. And I said to you last week that I felt that that, one, that last one that was on last week's episode, I was like, mm, I think that that was too far. And I was really, I was like, I hope that she doesn't continue to do this because it's in my opinion, it makes her look bitter. And that was mm-hmm. something that she said she didn't want to do, that she wanted to leave classy. And I think to a point that she did, but the very pointed, direct Instagram posts that coincided with the episodes was to me. The first two were funny, okay? They were funny and they were a little lighthearted. But then that last one was just too much of a dig for me. And I I hope that she moved on because as as of right now, and it's 11.15 at night on Sunday, she, and I just checked. I think Melissa's checking as well right now. But she had posted earlier today about with her and David, and they were what looked like a Redskins game. They're not called that anymore. Well, she was wearing a Redskins jersey. They're, they're not called that anymore. Okay, I'm sorry. What are, What is it? The Commanders. Okay, the, the Washington Commanders. Which is the okay? They're wearing the Washington Commanders. He's wearing a Commanders jersey. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah, she hasn't. She doesn't post that often. Right. Sorry, I'm creeping on. Yeah, it doesn't look like if she plans to do anything else. To I don't think she would. I don't think she will either. It. I didn't love that look on her. I'm glad that that hasn't happened, and I hope it. If she does, I'm not saying don't ever post about it ever again. Like, it's her life. She can post about whatever the fuck she wants to. I just think maybe if if the goal of hers is to be classy about it, then maybe not quite as far as she took it. Just pull it back a little. Just a smidge. See, I, I, to a certain extent, kind of agree with you. But I also am going to have the sidebar of we don't know what has happened between her and Cody in real time and maybe he deserves it okay again I disagree only we don't know I, you're right the, I do I think that something happened behind the scenes for her to do that a hundred percent 100 percent I believe that I'm like there is weirdness going on and you and I have kind of talked about you've got your theories I'm not entirely sure what's going on there's something weird there's something off and I don't know what it is I when you have children with someone and you are going through a divorce or you are having a contentious situation with the other parent it is a thousand percent wrong in my opinion to make and I'm not saying Christine didn't do like she didn't take it this far. I'm saying that like, if you are making a directed pointed post, trying to embarrass the other parent or hurt the other parent's feelings, that's wrong. I don't think that you should do that. And I think that the first couple of posts that Christine made were funny. They were lighthearted. They were very like, it was the last one about the, I I can't remember specifically what it was. I just thought it was too far. So the last one, not 
that aired at this or came out at the same time. She said, I'm so excited to be marrying David Woolley. He loves spending time with me every day, doesn't play games with my heart and wants me to be me. Okay, so on Cody constantly for years has said that she is a game player, though. So, like, I understand to like, I'm I'm a petty bitch. I understand. So am I. I know. Like, don't get me wrong. I I agree with her. I want I I want to be that person who does that. I get it. It feels really good to be like, mm, I get it. But I don't think that that was a necessary thing. Like, post it on the sly. Like, that, to me, like, you, that could have been separated very much from the, the show and could have been taken so much as an appreciation post about David. But it mm-hmm. wasn't. It was posted at the same time that the episode came out. And when you, when you have those two happening together, that is a message directed at Cody. And I don't think that that was fair of Christine. I don't think that she should have done that. I just don't. Your opinion is a lot to be had. I, I don't know. I, she hasn't posted, she didn't do it today. Who knows if she'll continue to do it in the future. But I also, um, not going to lie. I am fully on board with this being a Cody Brown hate account. So <laughs> I, I I didn't say I didn't say it wasn't a Cody Brown hate account. I just said I didn't like the post. That's all. Cody Brown hate account. Same girl. He needs to stop being an idiot. I agree. I mm, think uh, so yeah. the sleep monster is catching up with you. I'm just so tired of yelling at my television screen <laughs> that this man needs to stop being an idiot. Oh my God. Same. Like my poor husband here's me literally shouting at my television screen it's it's disturbing his Baldur's gate gameplay and you know that's just not fair of me i'm being a bad wife by being annoyed by a man on a television show that literally has nothing to do with my life it's entertaining it's entertaining well i'm like i keep saying this but i hope next week's better uh, based on those previews i don't think so mm-hmm. because we have a conversation with janelle and christine at the restaurant and it sounds like janelle might be throwing in the towel i don't know and then mary finally has to confront robin about moving her business to Utah. Yeah, see, I thought we were going to get some of that this week. I think TLC is now starting, um, like, they, they teased us. In the first couple, they did. The first couple of episodes, they dropped a lot of shit. And everyone's like, mm-hmm. and now you're sucked in. And now you're going to watch every episode. And now for, like, ten more episodes, we're not going to get shit. It's going to be the same fucking argument over and over again. I mean, in theory, we're almost to the midway part mark for this season. Because these seasons typically land somewhere between 12 and 18 episodes. So in theory, we're at the midway point-ish. Well, we'll see. We Mm -hmm. shall see. But thank you, everyone, for listening. This has been uh, maybe not enjoyable, this particular episode to talk about. We ranted a lot. I can't name this one. We just rant again. I I think it's... We Mel and Jill might just be a broken record might be the title of this one. I hope you ranted along with us. <laughs> I don't yeah. know how else you can get the, like, oh, Cody. Oh, gosh. Uh, but yeah, if you want to keep up with other things we're geeking out about or find out when our next episodes are going to be covering, you can go follow us over on Instagram at Mel and Jill Geek Out is our handle. And then uh, if you have a suggestion of what we should geek out about next, you can always shoot us an email over at jillandmelgeekout.com or at gmail.com. Wow. We don't have a website yet. 
We don't have a website yet. <laughs> it's 1130 at night. But anyways, my name's Mel. I'm Jill. You ready to go to bed? And this, yeah, and this <laughs> has been Mel and Jill Geekout. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, guys. Okay, bye, guys. <laughs>